Welcome to Two Guys, A Girl and a Movie Podcast with Adam, Lee and Josie, your hosts, taking an analysis of some beloved movies, both blockbuster and lackluster. Grab a bowl of popcorn and see if their collective score and analysis matches your views. It's time for Two Guys, A Girl and a Movie Podcast. Hello and welcome to Two Guys, A Girl and A Movie Podcast. My name is Adam. I'm Josie. And I'm Lee. And we are taking a look at an interesting pick today because it's the first ever for the podcast. It's an everyone pick. Dun, yeah. dun, dun. We all, like we all chose. It was quite easy. Well, I didn't. You guys overrode me, but whatever. That's a lie and a half. I wanted to do Aladdin. No, you didn't. I did. Did you? Yeah, I did. No, he didn't. Yeah, I legit did. If right. I go back, no. Yeah, I, I wanted to do Aladdin and you guys are like, what about Mulan? No, I went, okay. I'll, uh, oh, whatever. I hate to bury the lead. We're doing Mulan. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we are Two Guys, A Girl in a Movie Podcast. You can find us on all forms of social media at 2GagPod. That's the number two, G-A-A-G pod, 2GagPod uh, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us all the good stuff and let us know what you think of our show and the movies we talk about. And a huge g'day to our gaggers out there. Let's just let him do it. Uh, Josie, we're going to yeah. let you uh, let you do some of the heavy lifting today. Thank uh, you, thank it you. is an all-aboard all pick, uh, but tell us. Mulan is what we're doing today. Oh, I love this movie so much. So Mulan we came out in 1998 uh, with the directors of Tony Bancroft and Barry Cook. Well, doesn't really mean much to me, but it's more... That it's Disney. So I went looking. I don't know if you did, but I went looking actually to see, you know, just as a bit of a background to see if Tony Bancroft and Barry Cook had done anything of note. I didn't because I just don't care. It's just Disney <laughs> to me. Yeah. Moving on. They didn't. Nothing. No. Nothing. Oh. So not, like, not of note. Kind of, done, kind of like one hit wonders. They've done, in a a couple of, they've done a couple of things, but nothing of note, but they're big for animation departments. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, if you're only going to do like one thing, this is a pretty good this one to do. This is a great do. one. Um, speaking of, let's do the synopsis formula, hun. We have to save her father from death in the army, a young maiden hmm, secretly goes in his place and becomes one of China's greatest heroines in the process. Yeah. Yeah. Which has lots of different undertones to it because yeah. women, women don't go do the fighting back in the day and... The women don't go no fight. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of um, there's a lot of depth to this movie with there you is. if you want yeah. to uh, scratch beneath the surface as well. But um, okay, each person's relationship with the movie. I mean, it's it's a pick for all of us. Um, let's start with Lee. Okay, so with me, um, I grew up watching this film. Uh, it's a it, this is the the era of Disney. I think it's the Renaissance era, um, mm. but it's the era of Disney that I grew up with. So we're talking about uh, Little Mermaid, Lion King, Aladdin, Aladdin um, Mulan. You know, this is probably a little bit behind that. What do you mean? Well, those were early 90s. This is late 90s. No, no, no. What I'm saying is it all fits in the same era. So, was, yeah. so Disney are broken down into eras and this fits into like, – so I think the eras are 89 to 99 uh, and Hercules actually technically makes it in. But it's a, it's like a short snippet of movies where they're just re- releasing and they're all very similar in the way that they're built. Mm, um, and the – Detail of yeah yeah like the type of movie that they are and so yeah, on and so forth how, so how they're drawn I guess yeah so I mean, um, the amount of hits in that era are ridiculous oh, yeah it's Ooh, yeah. it's the golden age right as far as I'm concerned but yeah it's um it, it I was the right age demographic to sort of, sort of sort of start watching it you know when Mulan came out I was twelve so probably arguably even probably too old for it um, but for me I think um, it was obviously it hit home for me on a personal level because it was obviously the first uh, depiction of a 
uh, Asian hero, mm. um, and that was really big in my home. True that. Very cool. True that. Um, I didn't see it um, around its release. Uh, like ninety eight, mm-hmm. I was in year twelve. Um, so the last Not thing I was really the yeah the last thing I was doing was watching Disney movies. I was too cool for that. Um, but and even if he was, he was taking girls to not watch movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I remember the hype around it. I remember the like um, you know the cross promotions with like your McDonald's and things like oh, that. The, which, um, what are they called? The Happy Meal like toys. Yeah, and stuff I like remember that. that stuff. I remember the advertising. The one thing that I do remember about it at the time is that Eddie Murphy was in it. I'm a big Eddie Murphy fan, or at least you know he's uh, he's done a lot of things that I, that I like. Um, and I was just kind of like, oh, cool. You know, like I was thinking it looked kind of cool. You know, like. Um, Something different, yeah. Like, like I, I love a lot of Asian cinema and stuff like that. But never, never watched it. But um, I think 2017 or whatever, I went to uh, Japan and I um, I went to Disneyland and Disney Sea. The first time I've been to either of them, and um, I was born again, as I like to tell people. I became a born again Disney fanatic because I had the greatest time of my life at Disneyland. Yep. I just wanted to engross myself in everything. And in the, the weeks that followed after getting home, I like smashed out nothing but Disney movies for like a month and like just became obsessed with Disney. And um, one thing I kept hearing about was Mulan and how some people like really rated it in their very top of Disney movies. I always remember, like whenever, whenever I think Disney, I think classic Disney. Like when people people nowadays say classic Disney, talk about the nineties. Yeah, I mean like original classic. Yeah, like, like Snow White, Snow White, and, Bambi, oh, yeah. Sleeping Beauty. I'm, yeah. I love Sleeping Beauty and all that. But um, people were raving about Mulan, and I was like, I have to see what the fuss is about. Mm. And um, like uh, my two good friends, uh, Bob and Rachel, who I'm sure don't listen to this show at all. They're like massive Disney fanatics, and I would ask them a lot of things. And um, I think Rachel's favorite was Mulan, and I'm like, like favorite of all. Night. Yeah, without, really? without that question, yeah. Mm. And um, I remember, um, you know, people telling me about like the the, the man out of you song was. Anyway, I finally watched it. And I was just like. This Jesus Christ, this is incredible. Yeah. Um, and it lived up to the hype even after people building it up so much. Which yeah, is which is dangerous. Bad. Which yeah, is dangerous, right? dangerous uh, yeah. Uh, and I'm going to touch on that in a second, actually. So, Josie, just before, just before we touch on to that, Josie, what's your connection to it? Uh, my connection, I have always been a massive Disney fan. Um, I just... I've been to uh, Disneyland Paris. I've been to um, Disneyland and Disney World in America. I'm, I want to tick off, you know, um, the ones that are in, in Asia. It's my goal to go to all the Disneylands. Um, I've watched all of the uh, movies and um, I remember Mulan. I didn't see it in the cinema because I lived in country Queensland, but I remember going to one of my family friend's house and she had maybe like a handful of um, – VHS on her shelf and it was one of those like okay the adults are going to go outside and have have a drink now like Let's let's put something on for the kids. And the only uh, VHS that you had in your house was City Slickers, obviously. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, close to it. So then the um, lady was like, "Have you seen Mulan?" And I I remember it so well. I was like, "What's Mulan?" She was like, "Oh, like if you love Disney, you'll love this." And yeah. I remember li- being that little kid that was lying on my belly with my hand, like with my head in my hands, looking up at the TV, just in awe. Of it, and I've been a massive fan ever since. How old were you? Ninety eight. Uh, I was six. So right, demographic. Perfect age. So Perfect yeah, age. so I probably would have been uh, seven or eight, I'd say, when I watched it because I oh, sort of yeah. didn't see it at yeah, the yeah, cinemas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young, but, but still young enough to appreciate it, but not old enough to understand the underlying tones behind yeah, it. Right? Yeah, yeah. I just thought, you know. It was the coolest. It thing. was also around the time when, like, they, there was a big sort of like like strong female leads in Disney movies as yeah. well. Like, uh, Pocahontas was before it, wasn't it? Ooh, I don't know. Oh, close call. I want to say it was plus or minus. 
And I, I, I really like Pocahontas as well. Really? Yeah. Well, so this brings me to my the, my original point that I was going to bring up, right? So we had a relatively- Pocahontas w- was before 95. Before, yeah, okay. 95, yeah. Pew. So we all had a, um, I know that all three of us were involved in a relatively contentious conversation with uh, some people uh, the other day um, about picking your top three Disney films, right? Mm. And the, for some random reason, this person that we were talking to picked The Lion King 2. <laughs> um, so we're not going to mention that ever again. Yeah, um, Leash. Yeah, <laughs> but I guess you know it's an interesting point, and I'd like to bring it up. Um, your favorite top three Disney films? Oh Christ! I, and I'm gonna I'm doing it on the spot because I want you to think like quick fire. Now, when I knew that we were doing this podcast, I went back to our conversations from the start of this year. We had a similar uh, conversation in February, where we were trying to get each other to do our top five songs Disney songs yep okay so I reckon we do both so I reckon we do top three Disney films and top three Disney Mm. songs and I'm just gonna say quickly that all three of us we had a variety of songs in our top five but all three of us had man out of you either in first or second spot okay fair um sleeping beauty wow that's a deep dive love Mm. sleeping beauty um Moana yep Loved Moana so much, uh, which kind of uh, maybe it was just the, the right timing. Um, oh, I'd be tempted to either put like Aladdin or Mulan in third. Okay, mm. pick one. Oh, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> Stick to your guns, Adam. And no, we're not circling back. Mm. Come on, it's quick fire. Quick fire. All right, Sleeping Beauty, Aladdin, and M- Mulan. Cool. Moana, sorry. Mm. Moana? So Moana doesn't... No, I said said Moana. I'm apologising to Moana, who's clearly listening to our podcast. So so Moana misses out. Moana misses out and Mulan takes the the spot. And Aladdin is in there. And Aladdin in there. So Sleeping Beauty, Aladdin and uh, and, and Mulan. Mulan, Okay, cool. Jubs? Aladdin's my number one. Yep. It's incredible. Yeah. Mulan is probably number two. Yep. (sighs) The third one's so hard because... There's things like Tarzan and Hercules. Correct. And there's a lot of Disney films. And there's not, I know, I was about to say, there's like, not a shortage of Disney films available. No. So. And then there's like, I love the, the new Disney of like Tangled and Frozen and stuff like yep. that. But Frozen's really good. Although apart from the little rock dudes, you could cut that out. <laughs> That's why I'd put Moana ahead of it. Okay. Because uh, they have the weird little turtle dude. Even though it's got yeah. the rock in it? Rock's great in it, man. Okay. You're welcome. It's such a good song. You're welcome. Anyway, moving on. Um, Pick your third, man. <laughs> Yo, well, you got crucified it's, for it. Yeah, no, it's no, so tricky. I'm, I'm passing it on. Yep. Uh, I didn't even think of Beauty and the Beast. Um, probably. You support for choice jobs. I know. Uh, Aladdin, Mulan. Come on, first thing that pops in your head. Because that's what it is. Lion King. All right. You've yeah. got all 90s. Yep. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know me. I'm a major 90s baby. Well, you're a 90s baby, so that yeah, makes sense, right? huge. In, in order, Aladdin, Lion King, Beauty and the Beast. So you've not only gone all 90s, you've gone all early 90s. Yeah. 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 Those th- those specific three in order. And Mulan doesn't even go up there for you. No. Nah. But Mulan's a great movie, but they don't. it doesn't register top three. Mm. Again, sure. like you said, you are very sport for choice. There's so many others. Like you could, yeah. You could, yeah. Uh, okay. Fair. Yeah. I mean, Aladdin's number one choice for me. It was yeah. the movie that I grew up, well, I, I so grew up watching. So and good. It's just so good. It's my, it's, my, it's, my go-to, it's my go-to Disney film, if mm. I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, but number two and number three are neck and neck. And The Lion King pips it because the, 
the cast in Lion King is just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, but you attach that obviously with the the music and the score that it's got. Good old with Elton. It, and it's just heckers. And then outside of that, to come into the close third, Beauty and the Beast soundtrack is banging. Yeah, you did, Belle was your number one um, song. Yeah, that's that's a bang, it's mine. And Adams was Man Out of You. Banging tune. Yeah, yeah. So three songs now. Do you still want to do that? Yeah, we can do three songs. No, I can tell you what you oh, guys do, have do done. It. What did we say yeah, back, well, in, well, back well, in February? Okay, let's see if it's, let's see if it holds true. Let's see if this is what you still believe. Okay, hold up. So, Adam said number one, Man Out of You. Yep. yep. Number two, Colors of the Wind. Ooh. Colors of the Great. Wind. That song rules, man. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Number three, Vanessa Fra- Williams. Hey, was it Vanessa Williams that did that? I think it might have been, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm, is it? Number three, Friend Like Me. Yeah, that's okay. really good. Number yeah. four, Circle of Life. And number five, Under the Sea. Okay. Oh, that's what I did. A little, yeah. Interesting mix. Interesting. I, that's I, a really interesting mm. mix. Yeah, um, I don't know. I really like your welcome. Let It Go is really good too. I wonder if you were thinking <laughs> about like the newer Disney when you were thinking. Maybe. I don't think we specified, right? No, hey, look, we're so. sticking with what we got here. I, I anyway, anyway Lee, right. you had Belle for number one. Yep, fair. Man of You for number two. Yep, Prince Ali for number three. Oh, yep. good one. Num- Aladdin's so good. 100 so bad good. guys with swords. So good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number four, Under the Sea. And number five, Hakuna Matata. Yep, fair. Okay, you're like, yeah, Lion yeah. King, yeah. Um, and then I said in no particular order because it's too hard for me. Such a fence sitter. I know. Uh, Man Out of You, uh, Whole New World, You'll be in my heart, gospel truth, and torn between Hakuna Matata and Can't Wait to Be King. Oh, you did a Lee. Mm. Yes. Yeah. on your fence. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you see yeah. your fence sitting on your fence sitting. Yeah. 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 Because nice. at first I gave you my top five soundtracks and you guys got angry at me and said, no, you have to do top five you songs. You can't do soundtracks. <laughs> We're talking about songs specifically. Yeah, yeah. So Turn it up, Joyce. All right, cool. So, sure. yeah, so just on that, right, and obviously we were just talking about the uh, the original song and whatnot. Um, we were talking about this before, just before we started the podcast, but it was nominated for best – this particular movie, Mulan, was nominated for best music, original music or comedy score. It actually lost uh, to Shakespeare in Love. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But that particular year, the music Oscar for original song, right, which is obviously something that I figured nah, Mulan would actually be a part of for Make yeah. a Man Out of You, right, minimum, I would have thought that that would have been one of the nominees for it, right? It didn't get nominated. What? But the winner was When You Believe, which is why I was playing it before. Uh, oh. It won the Oscar for The Prince of Egypt. Wow, I really feel like they got gypped there. When you think about it, well, I mean, you think about it, When You Believe is obviously a timeless song, right? And it's Mm -hmm. a huge song, so it makes sense. But I don't know, I've got more personal attachment to uh, Make make a Man Out of You than uh, uh, When You Believe, so that's more of a personal opinion, but I get why it did win. It's a big song. Uh, Fair bump. Uh, We're going to take a look at five categories that we score, and we score these out of a zero, a 0.5, or a full one point, which will then tally up into our score out of five at the end. And the first category is basic casting. Who leads this colourful cast of characters? Uh, You can go. I reckon you could go. I think I don't have it in front of me, so (laughs) Josie can go. Sorry, I forgot that you didn't have your stuff. (laughs) Uh, We have Ming-Na Wen, who played Mulan. Well, she did the voice of Mulan. Um, because uh, if those that don't know, there was one person that did the voice and then one person that um, did the singing. Yep. Um, then we had Eddie Murphy for Mushu. Just on that, just before we go any further, Eddie Murphy for Mushu, he sounds a lot like the donkey from Shrek, right? So crazy, you right? absolute clown. Phil. B.D. Wong was Shang. Oh, uh, my boy. Love B.D. Wong. Yeah, from Jurassic Park. From Oz. 
Okay. That, yeah. uh, Miguel Ferreira, um, Shan Yu, this big scary dude. And then when you look at who he is, you're like, what? So I know him from Hot Shots too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I yeah. said, I know him from Crossing Jordan. Yeah, 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 <laughs> and you yeah. gave me a face. Yeah, just just, <laughs> just random places that you know these actors from. Yeah. And Ming, Ming Na Wen, for me, she stands out for me because I know her instantly from Chun-Li um, from that terrible Street Fighter film. Oh, oh wow. And it's, it's it's such a terrible callback, but it's such a terrible film. But that's what I know her. That's the first movie I think of when I think of her. Um, and... Um, B.D. Wong, the first the first movie I think of, or the first thing I think of with B.D. Wong for me is... Um, Surely Jurassic Park. Is Jurassic Park. It's oh. a toss-up because I, I also went through a stage where I was doing a lot of SVU at the time and he's very big in SVU oh, as well. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Adam, any any additions to that that you want to chuck in there? Um, I'm scoring it a 0.5. It's uh, good, not like, you know, I mean, like nowadays they overstack a lot of their sort of like animated mm. casts or whatever, which I I, I I don't know. I think I feel like if anything really good, like voice actors miss out. But um, I feel a 0.5 is fair for my casting score. Um, I've given it a one because there's actually quite a few that you probably didn't actually know yeah, there's some random cameos in there, yeah, right? Yeah, like the Emperor is voiced by Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, Pat Marina. Oh, yes. And uh, um, oh, what's his name? Um, Are you George, George Takai? Uh, yeah, no, not him. Um, oh, uh, You're talking about James Hong? Yes. James yeah. Hong. James Chief Hong. Fu. God, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah he was in Everything Everywhere. What is it? Oh, the new oh, movie. No, for, for us, it's more, um, he's, a, he's more iconic probably for uh, Big Trouble in Little yeah, China. Yeah, he's Lopan. Lopan, David Lopan. He's also the, uh, the the dad in Wayne's World 2 who has a kung fu fight yeah. with Wayne. Amazing. Um, Yao, yeah, Yao, is that how I, um, yeah. the character Yao, the person that voices him also voices Ursula in The Little Mermaid. Oh, really? Yeah. That, that I didn't cool. know. But I know him. So Harvey Feinstein, he's the guy that did that, right? Yes. He's he's the um the the brother cross the the cross-dressing brother that changes um Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes, yes he is. Yeah, yeah, and yes. he's also in Independence Day as well. Yes. And then um the person that voices the matchmaker is Professor Sprout in Correct. Harry Potter. Miriam Margoyles or yes. whatever her name is. Yep. And then my favorite one is the mum, the person that voices the mum is the Chinese lady in Dude Where's My Car that does and Dan. <laughs> really? Wow. That is a deep dive. I was like, that's, oh, amazing. So, yeah, that's why it's a one from me. Um, George Takai is the first ancestor. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know if you knew this or not, but James Shigeta is um, – James Shigeta's in it. He's the um, – oh, I can't remember which character he plays. Just give me a second. Let me find it. Uh, what was your look for it? What was your score? Uh, generally – Ge- he was yeah, the so dad. yeah, that's right. He was the general, um, James Shigeta. I gave it a point five, right? Yeah, and, yep. uh, and I'll tell you why in a second. But James Shigeta, do you know who James Shigeta is? Uh, not off the top of my head. So he's the guy that played um, the oh, boss gonna, yeah. in Die Hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Takachi or something? Yeah, yeah. Takachi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I just thought it was a really interesting connection between the two, right? And a little peek behind the curtain, we had Die Hard ready to go. Like, we were about to do an episode of Die Hard a few weeks ago. Didn't happen. It'll happen, my it friend. It will happen. Die It'll Hard happen. is, like, is on the way for the podcast just to just to build some uh, build some excitement for the listeners. Um, but yeah, for for the casting for the point, I gave it a point five. There was a little bit of whitewashing involved in it. There were more American actors more than anything else. Mm. They probably could have sourced a little bit more of the uh, the local talent. That's what I'm given, so t- given that it's a Chinese film, sourced some Chinese actors, but. 
Yeah, the Miguel it's, Ferreira as Shan Yu just blows my mind because yeah. he... I get it because it's the voice. They, they uh, used yeah. him for the voice. I will say that's something that has changed a lot in it modern has. times. Mm. They wouldn't do that now. No, no, no. No, no. I agree. It, it has. And, you know, and I guess, it's, you know, it's, it's a product for the times and it's also an American movie. I was going to say also, if I may, if this was made in the classic Disney era of the early days, it would have been entirely white. Oh, yeah, yeah. of course. Like, yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, times change or whatever. But yeah, yeah. Uh, considering what it was, like they 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 did quite well with with what they did. Yeah, and that's um, why it, that's why it loses a little bit of lack. No, no, it, 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 it loses fair. it loses a little bit of uh, of pizzazz for me, just purely for that reason. But outside of that, the choices were solid. Um, Ming Wan uh, Ming Na Wen has gone on and done some really horrible movies and some <laughs> really decent stuff as well. Yeah. So her 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 bio is like all over the shop as far as our IMDb stuff is concerned. Hey man, got to get work. But with that being said, though, it's interesting because like all of these people are really are relatively well known people, so the, the the cast is stacked. Yeah, it has got a reasonable cast mm. attached to it. Okay, uh, next we have the plot or story. Um, I gave it a one because um, it's it was different to the normal Disney that I had watched. Yep. Um, you know, the Disney that I grew up with was always the princess who was damsel in distress that, you know, needed the man to come and save them or they needed to fall in love or they needed a kiss to be alive, you know. Yep. Yep. Um, so um, I liked this plot that uh, she was the main character who was in control. She was the one that saved everyone yep. and um, the guy was on the side. You know, okay. yeah, yeah. It's so. the it's the woman, not the man. That's yeah, the hero. you yeah. know, and it had a bit of comedy. It had some sadness. It had action. It had romance. It it really covered basis of a lot of genres in, and some cross dressing. Yeah, and cross dressing. You know, yeah, something for the whole family. So yeah, I gave it a one. Adam, yeah, fair. Um, I went point five. Um, but I I think it's really good. Like it, like I said, it goes. Uh, it's almost like you kind of know what's going to happen before it happens throughout mm-hmm. the movie. Uh, one thing I really do like about it that it does is like the bad guys actually like proper bad. Like, yeah, you know they're what I mean? scary. Like, <laughs> like you know, normally the bad guys are almost like have this sort of like comical edge. I know, like obviously, like um. I mean, I know Jafar has like a bit of a, a term where he goes all scary snake dude, you know, um, like Ursula goes a bit sort of whimsical, but this guy's just like all the way bad. Yeah, you know, there's, there's no power to make him scary or yeah, and there's, he there's, there's, is there's just... no like sort of, um, hey, I'm a good guy, I'm your friend. Oh, but seriously, I'm a bad guy. This yeah. guy's just straight up evil. I kind of like that they committed to that. Um, and uh, I also like that his eyes are black. It just looks cool as shit. Yeah. Oh, um, with like yeah. a tinge of it was like yellow, yellow. or orange or yeah, yeah. It's, it's a cool aesthetic. Um, like it's 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 Disney man, and they, they they hit all their marks and they do a lot of their uh their their expected things that they do. Like they're having the the little um the dragon the Mushu. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I, I don't have my notes with me, so. Uh, <laughs> You're doing well, honey. Oh, uh, but no, but having you know your little your little um, offbeat sidekick, you know, I even, I even like the little cricket, even though he doesn't actually talk. Very very adorable. Um, but I, I feel the plot's really cool. But it's just you know it, it's you, you know where it's going to go because again it's based on history. Well, it's a proven it's a proven formula that works for Disney, right? I mean, they're yeah. putting it together. They know that this is going to sell. Yes, you know, and at the end of the day, whilst obviously telling a decent story is important to them, it's all about dollars and cents, and this will sell. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely, and it did. Yeah, and it did. Yeah, and it, and it made bank. It but made yeah. serious somehow, bank. I still feel like it's a dark horse in a way. Like a, yes, like it's it's she's not a princess, so she's not going to be in the 
you know, the girls are always going to have wear Jasmine or Cinderella and stuff like that when they dress up. I went to Disney on ice recently uh, with uh, my best friend and her daughter and I did not see one person dressed up as Mulan Yeah, or they didn't do Mulan in the performance type of thing. So like I feel it's such a big Disney hit but still isn't top tier. Well, it's not It's not cliche. Like, it's not hitting the cliche standard yeah. Disney. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I also Disney want to process. say it's at a different time because you had the peak of, like, your Beauty and the Beast, the Aladdin, Lion King, um, Little Mermaid, like, mm-hmm. massive, massive peak. It wasn't quite hitting as big because it was almost like, say, the MCU movies right now. It's like mm. they've had this massive peak. It's kind of like the after it's peak. Sort of like it's there's, it's there's still a massive, but not as massive. Yeah, there's exactly. sort of like there's a, Disney, there's a bit of Disney fatigue going on. Yeah. Little, yeah, exactly. Like, like even, like, Pocahontas, I don't think hit quite as big as the others while still being very big also just a sidebar can we share with the uh listeners on social media uh how you dress for the disney on ice yeah of course yeah no problem um i sort of feel the same way about hercules sorry just quickly oh. uh you address as elsa yes yeah, so um we surprised my um best friend's daughter by wearing the exact same elsa dress that she has so myself and my best friend uh wore the elsa dress and i went to the next level and got the elsa wig um i think it kind of scared everyone a little bit but uh i committed and to the point that when i went to buy drinks at the the bar the guy asked if i was a part of the production so I was, well done yeah so, so you shouldn't have had to pay for drinks then right, right? Yeah. but um just put it on the cast yeah, it, was a, it was a bit cute we're a bit cute yeah uh, you were talking about hercules i right? was just saying like just what you're talking about before about the, the disney fatigue right i just felt the same way about like that's what that's what happened with hercules yeah right? hercules is a banger but see I, i'm not a huge fan of it like it's okay it's not it's not anything to write home about and it's not definitely wouldn't crack top 10 for sure really oh no, it's okay and I'm a big fan of Phil Collins too, so you know that's sort of it's. Sort that was Tarzan, right? You, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Tarzan. sorry, Tarzan. Same diff again. Tarzan, same diff. Tarzan was okay. Yeah, again. Like, Guys, um, you're breaking my heart here. I'm loving all of these. I'm like, oh yes, oh yes. That soundtrack though. Have you, I love the memes about the Tarzan side soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. That is the best. Uh, what do you score on the plot for, Lee? Uh, it's going to get a point five for me. Hmm. And, Interesting. And the reason okay. why it's going to get a point five for me is obviously they're they're de- they're deep diving into um a an old folk tale that's an old Chinese folk tale, right? So it's uh, there, there, there is argument to whether or not there's truth behind the folk tale, but regardless, it's obviously the the, the tale's already set. Yeah. So the story's already written so you've already got that template to work with um did disney stick the landing with mulan as far as their interpretation of it is concerned it's all right i feel with the og the og not with the new one well no that's what i mean like we're talking about this one specifically like i'm glad we're talking about this one specifically not the they've they've already they've already got the uh, yeah they've already got the um the story to go with and basically what they're doing is they're just chopping and they're just chopping it up to obviously suit the disney requirements chucking in songs and so on and so forth i mean that's why Um, i gave it a 0.5 as well yeah yeah. i I just worded it worse yeah and it's it's, (laughs) like it's already like the it's not to the point where it's predictable but you already know what's coming because it's already been done yeah Right, yeah. so yeah, it gets a point and it five. is that Disney formula. Yeah, yeah, and it gets, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's it's been Dis- it's a story that's been Disneyfied. Yeah, and it's not so much. But to does that mean on. every Disney film we're going to do will have a point five because it's no, Disney? not necessarily because again the, uh, the it's it's a Disney take on it, right? But again, mm. you take a look at Aladdin for argument's sake; it's a Disney take on an old tale. Yep. Right, and yes, the story is already written, but I'm I'm judging it based upon how it's also delivered as well. Okay. Right. Yep. Fair. Um, okay, now, this is a group choice, but we're still only getting up to three notable scenes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at you, Mr. Matfield. Um, would you like to start, Lee? No. Okay, Josie. 
Um, I love the bit where um, Shang is coming out of the tent and he's like, I'm going to make the greatest troops of all time. And he like opens the door and they're all fighting and on top of each other. And it's just like, oof. They're a bunch of clowns. Yeah, a bunch of clowns. That's one a of my favourites. A bunch favorites. of clowns. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, my, my, not only uh, my uh, first of three notable scenes, but mm-hmm. my favourite scene of the lot is the uh, make a man out of you scene. Oh, that's my second the one. The entire. The training montage. The, the, the drums start coming in. Yeah. Grabs the stick. <sighs> goes towards the camera. Let's get down to business. I can't believe I didn't open the podcast with that fucking line. What? Why? You wasted it on one of our other ones. I didn't have my notes, Tracy. <laughs> um, Whose fault's that? Mine? Yeah. But as I was saying last night <laughs> to our friends when we were talking about our discussion of Disney. About Lion King 2. About Lion King 2. Lion King 2. Alicia. Alicia. Um, but I was like, how does Disney make a cartoon hot? I just don't, like, I feel a bit concerned about <laughs> myself when <laughs> he walks out and he's got, like, no top on. And I'm like, damn, You're thanking for a, a Shang, you know? Yeah, I'm like, hey, Shang. <laughs> like, and this, my friends, was a turning point in Josie's life yeah. where after this, she discovers hentai. Uh, <laughs> yep, jo- Josie was, was six right. at the time, too, so she's getting some really confusing hey, things remember, going on. Yeah, remember G said that, what was it? Um, mo- mo- mojo Joe, what is it? From Powerpoint? Puff Girls. Mojo Jojo. Jojo was his like sexual awakening. So I'm okay with my Shang. Okay. Righto, righto. Okay. Uh, Lee. <clears throat> um, for me, uh, the, the first one that pops out to me is Mushu meeting Mulan for the first time. But what makes it for me is the organ music where he turns it into a, uh, like a gospel. Yeah. Uh, like it turns it into a, like a, a, a Can gospel Can I get take. a, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just Eddie Murphy just going yeah. to town. He's riffing, right? And it works. Um, I, I, and obviously it's it's cinematic and, you know, he's putting on a performance and a show and, you know, it's funny because he's obviously not that big and then the horse steps on him. But, yeah, that's that's a great casting getting Eddie Murphy for that part mm. though, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they actually said, apparently they said the reason why they wanted Eddie Murphy was it was in the same vein of Robin Williams' success yeah. from, as, uh, G- as Genie. the genie. And, yeah. you know, that, that formula is very clever because it makes a lot of sense, right? I mean, they had Rowan Atkinson in uh, Lion King as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yes, but I guess Zazu and Rowan Atkinson probably not in the same vein. They, they miss that comedic yeah, yeah. thing with having him, I guess. I agree with that. because while it's probably Ro- more so his British sort of... Mm. Well, Rowan Atkinson is obviously a phenomenal a phenomenal comedian, right? But it's I visual. Think, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it was a missed beat with Rowan Atkinson and Zazu because you, mm-hmm. you don't get the standard Rowan Atkinson humour. Yeah, yeah fair. that's fair. fair. Uh, uh, what do you got? Second one. Well, I said anything with Mushu. Just I love all okay. of Mushu scenes. Yeah, yeah. But um, as Lee's already done a Mushu one, I'm going to say I also really loved the um, scene where Mulan gets to the top of the pole. Yeah, she really like works hard and gets the medals and gets the arrow and just throwing that arrow in front of Shang being like, suck it, I can do it, like I'm yeah. good. And I'm, I'm good. a woman. I'm a woman. Hear me roar. Like, yeah, you, like we're talking about the, the there's a lot of uh, sort of uh, beats like there's about the whole sort of gender separation of that, yeah. and uh, even like like nowadays about um you know um, issues with gender, and then you there's just so much to this movie that makes it good. Um, my uh, second scene I had was the uh, the avalanche scene. Oh yeah, that is okay. that is intense. I, I mm-hmm. like it. Talking about the whole way through where she grabs the cannon and shoots it off, and, and then gets Mushu with the little lighter. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because a flint, flint don't work. Yeah, look, I'm I'm going for like a like a seven and a half minute scene as, yeah, as yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, that scene is uh, every time I'm like in and I'm like, 
light it. <laughs> Maybe this time it's going to go a different way. Yeah, like, light the thing. <laughs> that, that's just an epic action scene. And it's almost like after that scene happens, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. There's still like, you know, 40 minutes to go. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, really, really good, good action sequence. And due to that scene, Mulan is, what was it? Mulan is the number one character in Disney that has killed the most people. With the, with the, with the biggest head count. Yeah. yeah nice. You How, go, girl. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Hell power, yeah. Power to the well, people. The, yeah, the, the, uh, the army was pretty big and they only had like six guys left. Mm. Yeah. And, they were all the important guys. And on that... Two, Two of them, them didn't have shirts yes. on? Yeah. I was like, how did you survive if you don't have tops on? Hang on, hang, hang on, hang on. I've got, a, I've got a whole section for ripping it apart, right? Okay, okay, um, yeah. So, yeah, we can add that to that later. Um, my second one is a, it's not even a scene. It's just a section of a scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but when she's going through the matchmaking process, mm-hmm. there's a really subtle nod to the storyline. It's almost foreshadowing uh, when Mulan moves, moves the chess piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and it with the old man, yeah, with the old man playing chess, she moves the the, the checkerboard or whatever it is that she's pl- whatever it is that they're playing. But obviously, it's a strategy game, right? And it shows mm-hmm. that she's obviously, um, you know, that there's it's not just beauty. Yeah, yeah, that there's more to her, um, and it foreshadows obviously her military ability, which is obviously important later down in the story. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily for this Mulan specifically, but the Mulan story in general. She actually becomes a general. Well, if you think about it, at the start, she thought to put the bone to the dog to be able to feed the chicken. Yeah, like yeah. She's quite smart. I, f- I forgot it? about the dog. Yeah, the like, dog. Little, little brother. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, a great scene as well with the um, the dad trying to pray and yeah. the chicken's like... Yeah. yeah. Uh, it gets overshadowed because you think of like Mushu, you think of like the little cricket and stuff. Yeah, like, oh, yeah that's yeah. right. There's a cute dog in this There's too. I was dog. actually watching this the other day and the dogs came on and my dog went absolutely burko at it. Awesome. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. Awesome. Uh, got another one, Joyce? No, that I've, I've said my three. Have we all done three? Uh, I've got one more. Well, on. well, I haven't, but yeah, the when Mulan gets home uh, with the sword and medal, and her dad doesn't care about it. Yeah, it's so sweet. That hits you right in the feels. Yeah, so she's just happy to have a daughter back. This is a really good movie. Oh, choking it's up! So good. Um, <sighs> Daddy. The, the yeah, okay, yeah, I think we're good. Uh, what do we score the scenes? Um, zero point five. Oh, yeah. I went one. Um, I'm going to give it a point five. There you go. Okay. Um, appeal. How, and how I just want to point this out, just just really quickly. I actually had three scenes. Good work. Lee. We're so proud of but you. But no, it's not necessarily because um, it's not necessarily because I didn't want to over overdo it. It's actually because there weren't that many for me to pick from. Yeah, fair. As far as my okay. best scenes are concerned. Is, okay. is it because it's just a good movie in general? No, it's okay. It's not, uh, like it, this movie is okay. Like You're I'm lining rating, it up for a solid three, aren't you, Lee? I'm, I'm rating it as okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So you don't love it? There's no city slickers. <laughs> oh, mate. What did you score city slickers? Four. I mean, I've thrown out a lot of fours, but yeah. city slickers ain't one of them. Yeah. I don't know. Didn't you give Hidden Figures 4.5? How good's that movie, though? Yeah, that is a good movie. I don't That's know if it's 4.5 out of 5. Um, I think so. So does Adam. So <laughs> I'm the only. I'm the one that's wrong here. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. Throw yeah, you it are. out. Yeah, yeah, okay. Anyway, appeal, Adam. Movies, movies are credible. Um, look. I've gone a one, but I probably should give it a 0.5 just for the fact that like when it was coming out at the time, I probably could not have given like a care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so it appeals to me now being a born again Disney fan, but like that's maybe a bit wrong of me. Whereas mm-hmm. like the initial appeal wasn't anything. It wasn't until I sort of had other people tell me it was good that I checked it out. I was like, oh my God. And I actually really do generally like this movie a lot. I don't know. Um, I'm a bit torn here. 
What do you think, Lee? Or do you, are we circling back to you? Or? Yeah, yeah, come back to me. All right, okay. For me, the appeal is a one. Okay. Um, I like the movie. The movie's solid, but the actual appeal itself of whether or not it actually works for me, this caught my eye early and it held on to it. Um, and legitimately the reason why is because it's the first time, and I mentioned this before, but it's the first time that obviously Disney are portraying uh, Asian characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's huge kudos to my fellow Yellow. Um, but... The- <laughs> What? Oh, Lee. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> like, I just, <laughs> I'm just, just saying, like, you know, I've got oh, a huge coup because it hits home for me and I'm, I'm glad. Yeah. Okay. You also like, but you and I often discuss like a- Asian cinema and stuff like that. We, we grew up we watching do. a lot of, um, like, a, yeah. like, like Chinese cinema. So this is probably like the first non-anime. Anime, non-anime anime that yeah, you watch. Yeah, yeah, non-anime anime. Yeah. Is that... Would that be correct? It's not anime. Not well, that's what I'm saying. I know it's not anime, but I'm saying would this be the first Asian uh, non-anime to come out? Does that make sense? So there would have been anime because there was like Pokemon and Sailor Moon and stuff oh, in the 90s. I get what you're talking about. Was this the first? Oh, it was one of them. It was one of them. But I mean, it wasn't like you were either watching you were either watching Asian cinema or Asian, uh, like you know, there's a big difference between Chinese cinema and Japanese cinema for mm. argument's sake. Um, and, you know, you take a look at Pokemon sort of in the early 90s and all the way through the 90s um, and the actual TV show that followed, right? And yeah. um, obviously that had huge Japanese trends behind it. Um, but there are huge differences and subtle differences between the Japanese film and, you know, the, the Chinese film and the Korean film and so on and so forth. This is obviously an American Americanized movie, right? Yeah. Um, and I guess, you know, what is more about, you know, the, the the instant process that you you know the instant thing that you think about is going if it's American it's mainstream, um, and so you know we're well, not thinking about you're not thinking about you know oh, is it something that I'm going to be interested in? It's automatically it's going to be something I'm interested in because it's Disney and because it's mainstream, and for you it would have been big, right? Um, because obviously there's no subtitles for an Asian movie. <laughs> <laughs> Josie doesn't like subtitles. Jobs don't do subs. Jobs, Jobs don't, do, don't subs. do subs. I but do subs. It hurts but my heart because I know there is at least a couple of. I do subs just with English shows. I love having captions. What about dubs? Would Jobs do dubs? Oh, I hate dub. So, hate would you, dub. do you prefer dubs Both or the subs? The music and the dubbing. See, like. I know Lee and I have spoken about this before, uh, whether you've been there or not, Josie. But like, I probably have, but I zoned out, yeah. Lee and I are big fans of like early, like old school Bruce Lee movies. That is like correct, Jackie yes. Chan. I would love to do a Bruce Lee movie at some point. Yep. Would you be willing to, to tolerate? I'd do it for the podcast. I don't think I'd do it in That is all I need. Yeah, yeah. General. I mean, the way I see it, we do airheads, we can do anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, sorry. Do you think Jobs would like the killer? Yeah. Oh, I probably wouldn't go in with that. Oh, no. Like, like, you Look, s- like no, not first, not first. No, but, but I mean, you know, how many are you going to do, right? Like, you, you ease her into it. Oh, we're going to start with the Kung Fu one yeah, and then yeah, work into ease, the Hong Kong action. Ease her into it. Just go, if you're going to do one, one, like, peak Asian cinema, John Woo, like, Chow Yun Fat extravaganza. Which one do you go with? I would actually, if we, we if we were talking about doing multiple Chow Yun, uh, sorry, uh, t- multiple John Woo films, the first movie that I would get Josie to watch is Face Off. Yeah, no, but I'm talking like you know what I'm talking about. Oh, probably. Um, what's the the one with the one that he does with um, Chow Yun Fat and um, Mark Wahlberg? Milan. Yes, that is it. <laughs> oh, you. Anyway. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I do. So the reason why is you want to ease her into it. And there it's John Woo, but it's not John Woo. Look, I'm just saying like hard-boiled, better tomorrow. You yeah, just jam her into it, bro. 
Oh, you can't just jam her into it. Yeah, this has got nothing to do with Milan. Yeah. Um, anyway, my appeal. Appeal, yes. Thank, Tracy, you. Um, thank you. I did a one um, because, uh, as I said, when I was six or seven or eight, when I first watched it, I was on my tummy, head in my hands, glued to the TV, and I might not be lying on my tummy, but I'm still glued to the TV. Peak Disney, right? Peak Disney for me. Absolutely loved it. And then I we got um, my class to vote yesterday if they've seen Mulan and if they liked it. And 50% of them yeah, right. have said they've seen it and they liked it. So that's that's pretty solid for, you know, six-year-olds. And the other half just hadn't seen it. No. I'm guessing there's obviously a portion of your appeal that you're giving a full score for is also the froth for Shang as well, right? Oh, yeah. For yeah. sure. Well, I'll, I'll go, that's go, why Aladdin's number one for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll go one better, though. When this movie came out, Josie was 100% target audience. Yeah, she was. Oh, yeah. Like, I, this was made... I'm, I'm the dream target audience. Yeah, you know, yeah. And this is what the target audience looks like 20 years from now <laughs> you, <laughs> don't want, you don't want to see Kentucky fried chicken yeah. <laughs> and like five layers of clothes uh, peak princess right I'm, I'm so torn but I think I've got to go a 0.5 for the appeal oh. I, I, I hate that my numbers and I might not reflect how much I love this movie but the numbers are what as the categories we've given them if yeah. we could say just off the top of our heads oh how much would you give that out of 5 would probably be different to how we score it based on the but we are trapped to the categories we've given yeah, ourselves yeah i know i get That's it right true. like if we were just just scoring films out of you know out of 5 randomly city slickers would get 5 out of 5 for me <laughs> you suck <laughs> oh boy oh man you are and i know you're just trying to wind me up so i am i am um, but it works though right yeah um okay now our uh, latest category that we've added which is now the standard fare is the ending the climb Climax, um, how the movie wraps up. Does it uh, hit the mark? Do they stick the landing? You can give it a zero, a 0.5, or a one. Uh, who wants to go? Josie can go. Josie. Go. Um, I, get, I actually gave it a 0.5. I feel like that might surprise people it because does. I love this. Yeah, I love this movie. Um, but I guess because it's Disney, it's just so predictable, you know? Like it wasn't – like I loved it. I loved the um, – the temple scene of like going down the lanterns and um, you know the boys like getting into the what they're not kimonos because it's Chinese. What's the what the dresses? The, the thingos. The thingos. We'll go with the thingos. I loved that they the roles swapped and the boys went to girls and the girl went to the boy and things like that. Um, so I really did love the ending, but it, it wasn't anything special. Special, you know. Yep. Like I, it, I still loved it though. Yep, Adam. I've given it a one. Oh. So this is because, okay, so, and, and again, like, I, I, I really like this movie. But, okay, you've got the end, the end scene is a battle. Yes. Like, which is great. Like, sign me up. I like action. Let's do it. Um, you also have, obviously, the predictable, like you said, Disney nature. Mm-hmm. But it's not so much about, you know, Shen being like, oh, hey, I, you know, I, I love Mulan. Let's, um, let's, let's shuck up. Yeah. Uh, which, do they even kiss in this movie? No. I love that. Is that but, because that means she's still technically available in your head? That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> but we were t- when we were chatting last night, someone was said about the talk about whether Shen's actually gay because he falls in love with Milan, who is, yeah, is a actually, guy. actually guy, which yeah. then brings up gender 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 um, questions as well, which I, I think is even cooler in retrospect that we can have Definitely. this conversation, especially now. But um, the ending isn't so much about like a typical Disney, like, you know, I will find my love and sweep me off her feet. It's about the battle being won and like the... Um, 
like the winning of the war, you know what I mean? It's more yeah. about the victory the, the victory from the battle and that just sort of adds on to the end. But then you also get Mushu getting into, you know. Oh, the, yeah, the ancestry. Yeah, and into the into the, the hall. Yeah, the gods or whatever. Um, but I just think it's done really well. And whilst it is that typical sort of Disney, I guess, trope or whatever, mm. um, it's done in a little bit of a different way that isn't so predictable. I think Pocahontas as well, uh, even though it's a, it's a different movie, uh, the ending of that is amazing because it's just not that typical thing. Yeah. That they um they live happily ever after and they go off into the sunset type oh, thing. Don't need you know? to watch that movie now. Well, I mean, <laughs> I just had to bring in the comparison. The any of Pocahontas, I, I, I think, is awesome. But um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going one. I, I think it's it's really cool. It's a good mix. It's different whilst also being familiar enough. Fair enough, Lee. Uh, I'm going to give it a point five. And funnily enough, for almost exactly the same reasons as Adam gave it a one, because it's Disney-fied, it's, it's the Disney trope. I like action as well, and I feel like it washed over the action component of it mm-hmm. because it was a Disney film. Oh, okay. Um, so there wasn't a lot of action. While there was action happening, there wasn't a lot of detail to the action. And I understand that obviously aiming it specifically at the demographic that it's aimed at, mm-hmm. it doesn't need it. Um, and it sort of just felt like it was rushed. Like, okay, the bad guys are now in the capital. Uh, they've now kidnapped the the emperor literally 10 minutes has gone past and all of a sudden the emperor is high-fiving and bowing to uh <laughs> mulan. To, to mulan right yeah. meanwhile the bit behind him his um his uh you know his his whole palace is smoking destroyed and, yeah and and all, all fucked up but the, i guess the point is is that they could have gone into more detail and that would have made it better mm-hmm. i also you mentioned the mushu part where mm-hmm. he gets obviously um uh, accepted as a guardian again yeah i didn't like that why because I just thought it was a waste. You just didn't need it. Like, I just thought it was just a tacky tack on, uh, just an addition to the end. Because I get that you're looking for the closure about, yeah, okay, yeah, he moves. They're unnecessarily mean to him. No, no, no. I get I understand why. It's, I just don't think it's necessary. I get why they did it. I just don't think it was necessary for the film. Like, if the film had literally been, Shang had rocked up, given the uh, awkwardly given the helmet back, um, and uh, you, you can tell, obviously, what's going to happen between the two of them. Yeah. Hey, hey, don't watch Mulan no 2, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, I haven't. Yeah, um, but what, I, what I'm saying is is that, you know, between um, – if you'd left it at that, that would have been enough. Okay. Like, you, I understand that you wouldn't have got the closure for Mushu, but I don't think you would have cared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. But they do, and I like it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, whatever. Um, <laughs> so, you get a point five from me. Yeah, okay, okay, fair. That's our regular five that we score upon. Now we move on to the extras. And um, we do talk about soundtrack here and there now. So, um, soundtrack, amazing. Oh, love it. Reflections goes Reflections, off. Reflections, men of you, um, a girl worth fighting for. That's the, yeah, that's the one I couldn't yeah. remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honor um, to us all. It's a catchy song. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have got a small gripe about um, I'll make a man out of you. What? Just how? Yeah, I've got a small gripe. I won't hear it. And how dare you? Do you, you? do you say you won't hear it? Yeah. yeah. You want me to tell you or not? No, tell me. Um, we're we're here for it. What do you got, Lee? Let me just pull up the lyrics. Oh, God. Right, so the the man out of you, right? So this is specifically, it's just more of a lyric gripe more than anything else. And I get they're obviously scratching to get things done. But one of the lyrics goes, um, uh, all I can see is hope he doesn't see right through me. Hope he doesn't (laughs) see right through me. Thank you, Josie. You're welcome. Um, So, okay, so... This is a, a Shane part. He's one of the one of the verses he's actually got is you're unsuited the you're unsuited for the rage of war. So pack up, go home. You're through, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. How could I make a man out of you? So with that being said, why doesn't she just go home? home. Everything's done because she's already done dishonor to 
her family. She wants to try and show that she is something. No, no, no. But the only reason why she's there in the first place is that he had to go. Yeah, I know. I, I see where you're coming from. That's not I, how prescription works. You don't get the choice to go home. So why is he saying that? That's the gripe I've got. I, I think it every time because he hands Khan the horse back. Yeah. And is like, yeah, yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. But she stays because she, she's a badass. Yeah, but the whole point of her going is you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You either come back successful or you did. Look, it's a, it's a weak gripe. I'm not saying it's not a weak gripe, and uh, it's it's actually just me griping at the lyrics because the lyrics really don't have anything to do with the song. Oh, sorry, the, the movie per se. No, they could have just found a different word to rhyme. Yeah, yeah, correct. Um, and the word that they were looking for was literally th- is through. <laughs> so yeah. you, you, you're not you're not spoiled for choice. It's not like yeah. purple. Um, so so you can do a lot with it. Orange, orange, yes. yeah. yeah. Anyway, that was my gripe. Cool. Um, what else do we have here? Uh, notable quotes. Um, I have, <laughs> what? You lied to me? What are you? And you, a sheep? When um, Cricket lies to him about being oh, a, yeah. a lucky Cricket. And then so he like freaks out and asks the horse if he's a sheep. I was like, I love that. Okay. Um, most of my quotes are kind of not quotes. They're song lyrics. Let's get down. To, <laughs> let's get down to business. Uh, would you classify that as a quote, though? I Tell don't me. know. I mean, I mean, we spoke about this. I will. I, I brought it up, but yeah. Um, stuff it. I'm, I'm you doing, know what? Yolo. You can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for me, dragon, dragon. I don't do the tongue thing. Yeah. There you go. Oh, and then he pokes out and his he tongue. Does it, yeah. yeah. Um. Again, another Mushi one. Um. That's a dishonor. Um, that's a dishonor on your family. That's a dishonor on you. That's a dishonor on your cow. Yeah, that uh, that was that was one of mine as well. That's, that's a, good a great one. one. Um, this is a bit of a cheesy one, but it does hit home for me because it's an important part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Shang goes to kill her, when he when he finds out that she's a woman, uh, and he drops the sword in front of her and says, "A life, life for a life." life. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a, that's a solid quote. I did like mouth that when yeah. he did it. It's just one of those lines. That yeah, you're like, yeah. Oh, I know what's coming. Yeah. And it's almost it's it's almost cliche, like mm. it borders on the line of cliche, but it, it works. You got anything else? I do. I, I don't know. Um, um I had the grandma's quote right at the end of the movie when she goes, um, she brings back a sword. If you ask me, she should have brought back um uh, brought home a man. And then um Milan goes, Do you want to stay for dinner? And then grandma she, goes She pipes up, Do you, you want to stay, stay forever? forever? <laughs> yeah, that was my last one. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah. Uh no, just it's it's more so the songs that I find quotable. Um, they are great. Yeah, we haven't even talked about our Bali story. Even even though there's the uh, the, the song about how women are no use apart from just being wives. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah what about what, what, what what the Bali story? When we were on the pedal thing, and all like what oh, there was like yes. what twelve or thirteen of us grown. Uh, like us adults just bagging out man out of you on the on the beer cycle on the beer cycle how many of us were there there was 14 of us on the trip so there would have been 13 of you doing that whilst i was actually on the phone yeah yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah, on yeah, the yeah. phone and the rest of us had man out of you cranked up and just uh shouting it at the top and of our everyone lungs everyone knew the lyrics yeah like, in the yeah. middle well, of like kuda bali that's one of the best things about the uh the, the the that particular era of disney films right because their their music is so iconic mm. yeah and, everyone you know, knows and, it you know the, the age demo that we're all in at the moment you know our age demographic is all about it but the funny enough it's actually done a full loop and even the younger generation are on top of it because it's got that nostalgic pang mm. to it yeah. so it's popular and it's popular for a reason because it works so good, so catchy. D- Disney have uh, created a template that has not steered them too far wrong. Yeah, no, it's solid. Yeah. And they'll be making money forever. Yeah. Forever. Yep. 
Um, so we have random fun facts, which I had a few written down, but I don't have my notes. Um, <laughs> but there's a couple I can rattle off the top of my head. All right, Adam, uh, you go while they're fresh. <laughs> Christ. Um, okay, so there was really bad straight to DV, straight to um, straight to uh, video Blu-ray or whatever it was s- sequel. Um, not good, believe it or not. Uh, there's also the live action movie, which I also think is not good. Not great. Um, but one thing that I did write down in my notes, which I don't have with me, is um, Mulan was Disney's very first DVD release. Yep, oh, from VHS to... When, yeah, when DVD first started becoming a thing, the first Disney movie that they released on DVD was Mulan. Yep, correct. Um, this year is the 25th year anniversary. It was just the other day. It was their 25-year anniversary yeah, for right. Mulan. Okay. Um, the directors make a cameo. So the firework men in the oh, yeah, yeah, heart yeah, that yeah. Mushu like oh, yeah. kicks out, that's the directors. Yep. That's cool. Um, in the temple, I think it is, when she does reflections, all of the um, people that worked on Mulan are in Chinese. Oh, yeah. The, oh, that's cool. That's a nice touch. That's right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, it took over five years to make. Ooh. With seven hundred animators, whoa! Yeah, it was it was a big one, but a good one. Um, all right, so I've got it made three hundred and five <laughs> million worldwide on a pretty small budget, which is hectic. Um, so here's a fun fact for you. I know this is this is this drove me bonkers actually when I read this. So the, do you remember the the Tai Chi that Mulan's father was doing? Yeah, um, that's actually known as Mulan Quan. What? The really? Tai Chi is known as Mulan Quan, and the, that that particular ta- style of Mulan, uh, sorry, that particular style of Tai Chi is called Mulan Quan, um, but it's actually named after the titular character, not after obviously the Disney version of it, but yeah, the the folk tale of Mulan and her being a general. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, right. So yeah, nice little a uh, full circle, right? I that's thought, cool. That's a, that's really good. Easter I thought it, yeah. I thought it was a fun fact. Yeah, um, you're good with this sort of. The stuff. show was rated PG because of the term crossdress was used in it. Really, it's the only reason why it was rated PG. So if you look it up, it's actually rated PG, not G, and it's rated PG because the term crossdresser is in it. That's just okay, right? Um, talk yeah. about political correctness, and we're literally talking well, about so. one line is crossdresser that like tips it over the edge. That's, from like that's one what to tips the it other. over the edge from being G for general audiences and PG for parental guidance is required. How strange! Um, the nineties were a different time. Yeah, yeah, they really were, right? Um, so <laughs> this is also a fun fact: the, uh, the the theme song in the opening credits and the melody for the uh, for Honor to Us All, right, is actually the same tune that Peter Pan Peter Pan plays on his flute in Disney's Peter Pan. Oh, I love those crossovers. Yeah, so oh, there's cool. there's your little there's your little addition. Um, obviously, the big one that everyone's familiar with. I don't know if you you had this on there or not. Um, McDonald's, McDonald's obviously launched the Szechuan sauce. Yeah, and in in line with obviously the Mulan movie right and yes. and obviously it went bonkers and it was a limited it was a limited offer thing but then it disappeared into the ether um, and no one talked about it again until Rick, Rick and, Morty and Morty made it made it a famous again because he obviously went and got more Szechuan sauce he went back in time to get oh. yeah, yeah. more Szechuan sauce and then yeah Mac has actually took it on board and have actually released it again and yeah, released all the, it all the super Rick and Morty nerds like yeah. lost their shit have you yeah. seen actual video footage of like when it all went down no Oh, it's it's almost, it's almost deplorable. People went crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like it's COVID all over again. I got a big one for you. This is gonna blow stack your stack, right? right Joe Pesci was originally cast as Mushu. Oh, really? Buddy. Right? Oh my god! Can you imagine the mo- how different the movie would be with Joe Pesci? It as would Mushu? be awesome, though. Yeah, like, it, would, it would be a different movie. I guess though. if yeah. you wouldn't have Eddie, that's a good, you know. 
Depends how many times Joe Pesci could say fuck. Yeah. <laughs> None at all. Yeah. <laughs> this is, and he's just thinking, thinking to himself, this is Home Alone all over again. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, okay, that's, that's a good one. You got any more, Joe? Um, yeah, I was just going to say before, before I was dying, um, that Far Ping is a little pun or um, joke because it supposedly translates to female eye candy. Really? Oh. Yeah, Far Ping. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Um, Bruce Willis was supposed to be Lee Sheng. What? Uh, Tia Carrere was supposed to be the uh, was supposed to be the first choice for Mulan. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, bit of yeah. a different, bit, bit of a Wayne's World blend to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you imagine Bruce Willis as Lee Shang. Uh, I really can't. Yeah, it's weird. BD Wong was a solid choice, right? Yeah, I think we're all happy with BD Wong. Yep. Um, and this is a big one. Launched the career of Christina Aguilera. Did it launch her? Apparently. So what happened was is her actual- No, rec- she was a mouseketeer. No, well, so, no apparently her recording, her, rec- her record deal actually came off the back of the, su- the success of this song. Oh. Huh. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like Obviously, Genie in the Bottle and all the rest of it that sort of follows suit, it yeah. all sort of tied, tied in line with this. This was the first. And this was the first. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and did you know that there's a, and this isn't a random fact per se, but did you know that there's a really horrible song that's done by 98 Degrees and Stevie Wonder? What? Legitimately, look it up. Cliche? It's like it's it's the actual it's the actual theme song to the movie that's not reflections or make a man out of you, and it's Stevie Wonder and um and ninety eight degrees and some random Asian lady that's just c- keeps going into Chinese uh, Chinese food shops. Um, but yeah, it's that's all the video clip is, and it's just a really weird uh, song that no one's ever heard of. That's so random. Yeah, you got one more, Joe's? No, I'm I'm all done. Uh, Jackie Chan doing the uh, YouTube. Oh, of course. Yes, of and then, course. And as I said, he was the he then did the voices in China uh, for Shang. Yeah, and obviously, uh, oh, okay. I've got one more fun fact to stack onto the Jackie Chan thing. Um, did you know that he's recorded over twenty studio albums? What? Yeah. Mm. So Jackie Chan, obviously, he's the 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 man when it comes to Chinese martial arts cinema. Yeah, um, he's the voice and of Shang in Mulan. He's he's obviously done a re-record in Cantonese and Mandarin for Make a Man Out of You with mm. with its own video clips. And to top it all off, the guy has over twenty studio albums. Is there anything he can't do? Is there? A, well, we we tried looking for a cooking show and we couldn't find any. Uh, so no. maybe maybe that's. But he was on a cooking show There's in still yeah, time. Nice guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still time. <laughs> Which we found out is done by Samo Hung. Yeah. So wild. now we have. Then now we have to watch it, right? Wild. Yeah, I think we do. And Josie's got no idea who Samo Hung is. Nope. Oh, I'm just thinking. I'm just like thinking of scenes from Rush Hour. I've just gone. Okay, Samo Hung right. is. Yeah. Top yeah that, that, they were very much entwined in the early days. Uh, anyway, uh, score overall out of five, uh, Josie. What did I give it? I'm pretty sure I know. Mm-hmm. A four. Yep, that is correct. I thought it was 4.5. Nope. Uh, 0.5, 0.5, 1, 1, 1. Adam? Uh, be uh, a man. <laughs> Honestly, what a song. Uh, so I've, good. I've gone 3.5 and I don't feel right about it. Um, but do you feel a little dirty? Do you? I like? do. I'm like it, it deserves better than that. But like I said, we're bound to the categories that we choose. So I'm going three point five for Milan. You don't need to justify your score, Adam. This is a safe place. It's not a safe place. I'm, Lee. I'm judging him here. secretly. I'm definitely <laughs> this, judging this him secretly. This is a safe place, Adam. Three point five. It's okay. Like if that's the way that you feel, then then you can be wrong about it. Wait, did I flip? What did I? What did I go with appeal? Did I flip? Did yeah, I s- you went from one to point five. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, yeah, it's 3.5 then. 3.5. Yeah. What did okay. you go, Lee? I gave it a three. See, that's that's just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
sorry, yeah, yeah. Hard. legitimately there was there were um there was a couple of one. There, sorry, there's one one and the rest of point fives. Okay, that's why it's a three. There you go. Okay, How's so what that? does that all equally? Uh, so that equals ten point five. Ten point five out of fifteen, not bad at all. Sorry, I'm just doing the math. You're right. And IMDb did seven point six out of ten. So it'll, be, it'll be less, definitely less. So good one, Lee. Soz. Well, blame Adam too. You both have ruined this for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, never do, I'm never doing this podcast. I, I you lo- suck. I love the movie. Also, this is the first movie we all agreed on, like as one, and that's why I'm giving it a little bit more time than um, usual. It's received a seven out of ten, seventy percent. Mm-hmm. So, so it's close. So it's close. So wait, what did we do? Seven, Seventy, we did seven. and they did seventy-six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're on the bottom end of it, but yeah. it's close. Mm. Okay. Fair. It is a really good movie. If you like your Disney, I'm sure you know just how good it is. Uh, definitely up there with the, some of the best soundtracks and songs that, that Disney's done, in my personal opinion. Uh, but we took the music out of the category. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Interestingly enough, why I think did we do it? If you taken the, if you left the music in there, I think it would have scored better. It would have, yeah. yeah. You know, that's, that, that's just the way. It would have been I, a solid one. I feel overall it's more fair to, to base a movie score on an ending, ending. than, than a music. And you know what? I think for me, uh, it's scoring, it, looking at the scores and the, that I've actually allocated, I actually don't disagree with that score as an overall because it's better than average, which is 2.5. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's better than better than most, but it's not pinnacle. Yeah. And I don't give things five out of five, remember? For yes. now. Yes. Yet. We'll get there. We'll no see. no one's given a five out of five, have they? Me. Oh, yeah. for ten things about hate about you. Things yeah. That ten one. things I hate about you. <laughs> ten things Josie hates Yeah, like we didn't us. even need to go ten through the categories. It's just one, 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 yeah. one, one. One, 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 one. I thought this was going to be like a, a 4.5 or a 5 for you, Joe. I was surprised. Yeah, well, it's got a four. It's still a solid. Yeah, four is four, solid, good. but it's four rated is. the same as City Slickers, right? Yeah. Again, both nostalgia. We need to stop comparing to previous episodes. <laughs> Every, everything is, everything's co- everything is compared to City Slickers. <laughs> City Slickers is the benchmark or, of which all movies, yeah, yeah, is of which all movies oh, are made. Goodness gracious! But anyway, uh, we love Milan here because it's the first movie we were all on board for uh, as a group. And uh, dare I say, this might happen again sometime further down the road. We'll see. But well, it's opened up a can of worms for Disney now, right? Ooh. So let's open the floodgates. It has happened. We, we did speak in the lead up to this about you know, oh yeah, we've got to do Disney eventually, which one do we do yeah Milan just kind of fell into place because it was the easiest yeah because we know mm. we the three of us love this movie yeah um but yeah we should have done Aladdin 100 no, bad guys 100 bad guys of I feel like it might be another 10 things I had about you if we do <laughs> Aladdin so. you might get my first but, 10 yeah let's Ooh. let's push it back a bit shall we all right well nonetheless it has been a fun time talking about this absolute Fantastic movie by the uh, Disney overlords. Uh, Um, It's about about 7 out of 10, give give or take. (laughs) Apparently so. Do you agree with our opinions? Do you disagree? How much do you love Mulan? Did you try the Szechuan sauce back when it was a thing? Uh, Any thoughts about the movie itself or about our thoughts on this movie? Uh, Hit us up on the socials at 2GagPod. 2Gag. (laughs) Gaggers, we love you. Let us know. Keep gagging on. Uh, keep up to date with all Just things ignoring. on the socials. Uh, we got a lot of good stuff uh, coming ahead. So make sure you listen to our upcoming episodes as well as the ones in the past if you haven't caught all of them. It's like been city, fun. Like City Slickers, right? Like City Slickers. It was something that mm-hmm. happened once upon a time. Uh, but until we meet again, it has been an absolute pleasure. My name is Adam. I'm Josie. And I'm still Lee. And we'll be back next time with more action here on Two Guys, a Girl and a Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been Mulan. Ciao. Bye.